0: the uncomfortable truth welcome back to the podcast this is the uncomfortable truth glad to have you guys today so just for the intro we brought in a special guest just for the intro intro eddie take it away well first of all i'm not sure i'm a real person i think i appeared when you made my name up no worries eddie go ahead and hit that intro well okay then uh is this thing on Is this mic on? You're good, brother. (laughs) Tap, we can hear you. Tap, tap. Okay, all all right then. All right, here we go. All right, what I'm gonna do for the intro today is just special for you guys. I'm gonna sing a song about the podcast, the only one I listen to. Sing about the way it speaks to me when I'm taking a poo-poo. I pop in my headphones on a summer night, trying to learn wrong from right. Take a listen to the show now, then apply it to your life. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. I'll see you. I'll see you. I'll see you never again.
1: <laughs> Can we have Intro Eddie back again, please? I don't, uh, he just walked
0: out the door. Yeah, he's gone. He, he may
1: never be back.
0: He's
2: gone. <laughs> well, if that fantastic. made
0: if that made you uncomfortable? It sure made me uncomfortable. You're in the right spot.
2: <laughs> Oh, so, we're going to open. Man. That was awesome. <laughs> we're going to
0: transition into the prayer
2: now.
0: <laughs> Sean, will you open us up in prayer, please, I sir? I sure
2: will. Dear God, just uh, thank you for this day. Thank you for these men and what they mean to me, God. Just, um, uh, Lord, just help us to glorify you and all that we do. Help us to have a, a, a great rest of the week and uh, just watch over our families. And uh, uh, we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So, This is my week, this is Shane, and um, my Bible verse for today is 1 Samuel 17, it's actually the whole chapter, 1 Samuel 17, anyone know what chapter that is in the Bible, what story they're talking about? Is it chapter seventeen? Chapter seventeen. I'm not going to read the whole chapter. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase the story.
2: David and Goliath.
0: That's it. Boom! Ding, 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 ding.
2: I got to be honest. I looked it up. Oh, uh, I saw right, the phone impressive. in his hand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <clears throat> David and Goliath. I want to tell you a story. Um, I think everybody knows the story of David and Goliath, and we'll get we'll get into it a little bit more here here in a minute, and how it applies to. What I was uh, pressed to talk about today, but first of all, I want to tell you a story. Brandon knows this story very well. I've been waiting to tell this one. (laughs) Happened recently. We stayed up in Broken Bow, Oklahoma uh, two weeks ago? Uh Uh-huh. Two weeks ago. While we were there, it snowed eight inches. (laughs) We're in the cabin, and we, we made the conscious decision to stay there while it snowed not knowing really actually how much snow was going to come down how it was going to affect our our journey if we were going to have st- the possibilities where we were going to have to stay there longer than we thought we were going to have to stay we knew when we came into the the road where our cabin was there was two hills in the road one going up one going down and these hills were I, I'm trying to be realistic here probably about a 25 degree hill yeah would you say Mm -hmm. it was a big hill and from bottom to top probably 80 feet yeah okay that's real there that's a big hill going straight up and straight down or what feels like that way in a vehicle snow comes down we're in the cabin and then two days later it's time for us to leave so we knew there was no way we were getting out four-wheel drive didn't matter we had rode our side-by-sides up that hill in the snow after it it snowed because we were there a whole day after it snowed and there was a couple big jeeps with big tires that were sliding off the road couldn't make it up or down the hill essentially we were stuck so we get to racking our brains and, and getting a plan together our cabin was on the back side was on the very end of that road and on the back side of that were other cabins that attached to another road so, we come up with the bright idea to clear a path through the woods. All we had was a few little hand tools in the truck. So, we go to cutting trees. Brandon, fortunately, I'm not sure how he, Lord's looking out for us. He had an axe in his truck. I actually packed it. Why? I have no idea. It's I, crazy. I,
2: I got a quick question. Yes, sir. How did the owner feel about y'all cutting down all his we trees? We hadn't <laughs> asked yet. <laughs> we,
0: we did not discuss in that fairness, with the owner. It
1: was a small... It wasn't anything drastic or big. You know, it was more like a little
0: cleaning. Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah, we cleaned up. Yeah, we cleaned up. (laughs) So we cut this path the night before we were planning to leave. Next day, and we tested it. My wife's vehicle is four-wheel drive. All the vehicles there were four-wheel drive except my truck. And I was pulling a a 20-foot flatbed gooseneck that was two-wheel drive and has zero power. So we tested it with my wife's vehicle's forward drive. We made it through the path and up the next hill to the road to get out. Next day we get up, pack everything up. Had multiple issues.
1: <laughs> multiple.
0: Yeah, Brendan, if you want to help with the story, right. that's that's so fine.
1: F two fifty that I own uh, has a uh, heater on the engine, essentially that you plug into. This is all news to me because I don't live up north. Luckily, our father. Uh, knows a lot about a lot, and we figure that out at some point. power keeps surging so we have to plug in into change generator just to heat the engine block up after trying uh, buddy heaters if you he knows what those are on the engine um there there was a point where the old Brandon would have lost his stuff. <laughs> I'll just say that yeah <laughs> for <laughs> for time- all the
2: listeners, it got down to negative six degrees, and it never does that here
0: never never, never. that's the coldest it's ever been so we finally get everything cranked ready packed and i got stuck in my truck just trying to turn around to get to the trail behind the house and had to be pulled out by a side by side we get through the trail all the vehicles get through the trail and then here comes my truck i get stuck on the trail i get stuck on the road going out of the trail up to the next road have to be pulled out by two side-by-sides hooked together up the hill. And then we think, man, we finally made it. We get to the main road going out, and this is not a main, main road. It's just like cabin roads, but it's nicer than the one that we came in on. And there's a creek with a hill on the other side. This creek's about 40, 30, I'm going to say 30 feet wide. I don't know how deep. Everybody else has passed because they're already in front of me, and it's me and my brother-in-law in my truck hauling we had we had loaded the side-by-sides up at this point and so I've got my side-by-side and Brandon's side-by-side on this trailer and so I go to cross this creek and I have to stop because there's cars coming across and wait for them because I want to be safe not push anybody in the the roads are absolute snow we don't have snow plows here if you guys are listening from up north nobody has any so here we go cars pass i'm i'm taking my shot going up the hill across the bridge go down to the bridge levels out comes back up probably about from the bridge to the top of the hill is probably 200 feet we get the truck going we get about three quarters of the way up tires start spinning and it's it just seems like it's slow motion now in my head i still feel it all this happened very quickly We get three-quarters of the way up. Tires spin, spin, spin. Stop. Keep spinning. Truck starts going backwards. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the words that came out of my mouth. (laughs) Being real. (laughs) Brother-in-law is sitting in the passenger seat. Also, I just see. Fear in his eyes, and he sees he sees fear in my eyes. It's very evident that something really bad's about to happen. The slow roll back down the hill starts slow, and picks up, and picks up, and picks up. At at that point, a decision in my head is made. There's two ways. There's three ways this is going to go down. Number one, I'm going to back steer this thing across the creek bridge, and we're going to make it. Number two. I'm going to cut the wheels, hope they grab, and get the dovetail on the trailer to dig into the bank on the side of the road before we go into the creek or possibly hit a tree. Number three, we're going in this creek. I would never feared for my life or my brother-in-law's life. We had our seatbelts off, and I told him before we crossed the bridge, don't put that seatbelt on. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at me kind of strange. I was like, don't put it on.
2: In case you need to jump out. Yeah, that's exactly why I said that.
0: (laughs) I knew there was, we weren't going fast enough where neither one of us could jump out. We could have jumped out. But I just knew we were going in, that trailer was going in that creek and those side-by-sides were going to be gone. So cut the wheel, my decision. I decided to cut the wheel. And as we start going back, I swear for the first 30 seconds, it was not that long, but I swear that those tires would not grab. Finally, they grab. trailer jumps sideways, and hits the bank. About four feet further, if it would have went through the bank, trailer's, trailers in, the, in the creek. Why do I tell you that story? That was a long story. <laughs> we have not even made it to David and Goliath. I'm sorry, guys. I'm taking up all the time today. Momentum. Talking about momentum today. After that happened, my, my wife always says, "What is God trying to teach us?" And in that moment, I'm like, "Lord, I don't know. Like what are you trying to teach me?" Like I'm first of all, don't be an idiot." Second of all, momentum. <laughs> momentum. So relate that to the story of David and Goliath. They were talking about momentum and gaining from momentum for God and how to keep it going. So I think about the story of David and Goliath. In order to gain momentum or to start momentum, we have to stop seeing ourselves the way others see us or how others uh, think about us or how we feel that they think about us. When David showed up to the battle, David was uh, not, he was sent to deliver food. When he showed up to the battle, his brothers looked at him and said, what in the heck are you doing here? You're just a shepherd. You're supposed to be delivering food and going home and taking care of your sheep. Number two, make the most of every moment, no matter what you're doing or what happened. Yes, David was a sheep herder. He was a shepherd, but that wasn't his purpose any longer. God now had different plans for him. Number three, ignore criticisms and those things that negatively affect your God-given path. David knew he was supposed to fight Goliath, so he didn't let naysayers or anything get in his way. Number four, be goal-oriented. David was a man after God's own heart. His goals reflected that of his Lord and Savior. Number five, recognize who will fight our battles for us. David wasn't scared because he knew God was on his side. He knew it without a shadow of a doubt, and he risked his life for it. He walked up to a giant that wanted to kill him and said, I stand against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. Momentum. David carried it throughout his whole life to be a man after God's own heart. Momentum. You got to get it and keep it. If you ain't moving forward, you're going backwards. If you ain't going up the hill, you're, you're slipping down the hill. You're backsliding. If you ain't growing, you're dying. If you ain't first, you're last. Wait, that's Ricky Bobby. That's Ricky Bobby, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God want, wants us firing on all cylinders for him. He wants us to be a firecracker. Boom be a firecracker so fellas how do you keep momentum for God going in your life and when you lose it how do you get it going again we're halfway through the podcast guys I'm sorry like we have to make these things I have to make these things shorter each have 33 seconds yeah (laughs) I will shut my mouth now here you go
3: how do we keep momentum going um it, I've always called it uh, in, in business anyway, and in, in what we do, uh, we call it riding the wave, uh, you know, and, and it's almost like you know, we're in a sales industry, and so uh, we're, we're riding the wave of some good activity of some good sales that we've made, and when you, when you are on that wave um, it's just a matter, it, it's so much easier to keep riding it than it is than when you fall off and, and have to start over again. Uh, the same with momentum, right? So, you know, again, that's that's how I relate, or when I think about momentum, I think about riding the wave. I think about always, uh, you know, riding it out as long as you can. And, you know, I guess your question is, what do we do, when we fall off or what do we do when our, we, we we lose our momentum our momentum um in sales i call it we go back to the basics uh you know we, we go back to the basics of 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 what got us on that wave to begin with um so you know i i, I relate a lot of what uh you know i do in my life to how i run my business and Um, I I think that it's eerily similar in our walk with the Lord. You know, I feel like that when we lose that momentum, we got to get back to the basics. What are those basics? Those basics are surrounding yourself with people that, first of all, know where their momentum comes from. Uh, you know, second of all, you know, we get in the word, we get in the living word. We, we start, um, Seeking Christ in, in our daily walk, and of uh, you know what 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 I relate it to in the insurance business is activity. Um, you know, you the the it's it just kind of goes without saying, but some people need the reminder very regularly. The more activity we have, the 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 more opportunities for us to get on a good wave or to uh, create some momentum. And so, uh, all that being said. What kind of activity are you having? Seeking the Lord, you know. Uh, and so again, that's that's kind of how I think about momentum from a Christian standpoint, from a business standpoint. You got to stay active. If you fall off the wave, if you lose momentum, you got to get back to the basics, and um, and again, surround yourself with people, whether it's in business, people that are successful that are doing what you want to do or whether it's, uh, you know, in your faith, in your walk with God, surrounding yourself with people uh, who are um, who have a relationship with the Lord like you want to have.
2: For me, it's always been interesting how in sports you'll have, um, in baseball, for example, you have a guy that gets up there, lead, lead batter, gets up there and just smokes the ball, and then number two, number three, number four, and all of a sudden the entire team is hitting, and everybody's like, "Holy smokes!" Yep. You know it's so contagious. You know these guys have momentum. You know they're moving, uh, they're moving the team forward, and uh, that's always been super interesting to watch. And uh, you know, and then riding the wave. You know, it's the same as what Obi was just saying. You know, applying riding the wave. Um, you know, to business, uh, to sports. I believe it can be applied to all aspects of our life, and uh, it's 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 really cool because whenever you do get down, it's going back to those basics, just like Elby was saying. Um, and uh, you know, in baseball, you know the ba- the basics, squash the bug. You know, so you're sitting there and uh, you know level swings, and um, it's eyes on the ball. Yeah, yep. and uh, you know just the, the the basics in life, and for me. You know, in my own personal life and my personal walk with the Lord, it's uh, get your eyes back on the ball. Get your eyes back in the Word Amen. and, uh, you know, and uh, get back to the basics and um, and then surround yourself with people who are doing it, people who are, who are riding that wave. And, uh, you know, because, and I, I know we've said it before, you're an average of the top five people you hang around. So if you're seeking and, and looking for that momentum and you're down in a slump, Um, you know, maybe you need to look, look at your top five, look at those people you're hanging around currently, you know, are they in a slump also, or can they help lift you up and pull you out? And, um, I believe that if you do get around, uh, the right people, um, that's also going to help in a big way. Um, it has me in my personal life, it's helped me tremendously.
1: I love that. So, I love the concept of momentum. Uh, obviously, because of our sports background, you can always relate it there uh, the baseball and it being contagious, going through a lineup, uh, that kind of thing. The thing that I think about w- with David and Goliath and momentum, uh, a lot like riding the wave, there's action happening that nobody really thinks about to get to that wave. Okay. There's a lot of paddling, there's a lot of technique. You know, none of us are surfers, I don't think, but. I'm imagining there's some very intricate things that are basics that surfers do. With David, the, this, the awesome thing about David is it proves that our Heavenly Father can take any little thing we do and make it great for the kingdom of God. He was a shepherd boy, and he had probably slung that slingshot so many times around his head while guarding the sheep, that it was second nature. It was the basics. So when he gets ready to go to battle, the king tries to load him up with all this armor, and he's like, I can't do what I need to with this. This slingshot and this rock is all that I need. And a lot of times we want to do big things before we've created the habits and the little things. And momentum doesn't happen that way. So I love the idea of how action ties into momentum. And for me, I was reminded this morning, I've been struggling the past couple months in what is my routine for 2021? Not because a lot of things are in in a great routine right now. I've got good momentum. But I like to be in the Bible every day and I typically have a task because I'm a checklist guy. Uh, I like to check off. I did this, I did that. And I'm still just... I hadn't found my rhythm for 2021. You know, shocker, kind of goes with the theme here lately. Um, but I get in the Bible this morning, and I know I felt pretty confident that we're going to talk about uh, mentoring, and I'd already made a few notes, and I'm just refreshed. And then I head this way, and I hear a Red Walker song, and I don't know if y'all know who that is, but oh yeah, he's got some of my favorite. Which one? Good to me? Uh, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of them. Uh, and I just turned it on and jammed it the whole way here. And that's Momentum. So, in our business industry, we use the bowling pot of water example, you know, and it's, I think, 211 or 212. you know, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think from 212 to 213 or 211 to 212 is when that water goes from still to bowling. Nobody sees what's going on in that water as that momentum is being created, but you know when a, something's bowling. And um, I think we create that momentum in our walk with Jesus the same way. We do things that nobody else has to be watching. How we talk to Jesus daily, how we get in the Word, how we pour into people, and then lo and behold, you look up and you go, "Jesus, did you really just give me that opportunity?" Thank you, Lord. It's a great example, Brandon. Uh, absolutely great.
0: I, I, just to echo these other guys. I, you know <clears throat> what we're what they're saying is preparation is key. Amen. Preparation is everything, and momentum cannot be gained until we are properly prepared and being properly prepared in our christian walk looks like getting in the word seeking our god praying being around others that know him and are seeking him as well i gotta tell a story tell it bro There we go it's a baseball story of course it is yeah i know you're gonna find (laughs) them we love baseball stories
1: so there's a relief pitcher in the major leagues several years ago he's a sixth and seventh inning guy and for those of you who don't know Fifth, sixth, seventh inning, that's more middle relief. You know, everybody says stay in your lane, you know, fill your role, those kind of things. But if you're a competitor, you want the eighth and ninth inning, just the way baseball is today in the major leagues. You want the ball in your hand when the moments matter the most. When the momentum is going against you, you want to stop it. So he goes to his coach, and he says, Coach, I'm ready to be an eighth or ninth inning guy. The coach looks at him and he says, start pitching like one. (laughs)
2: He didn't have momentum
1: going (laughs) for him yet, you know, and he hadn't done the things that needed to be done to be in the limelight that he wanted. David, how many times do you all think David did what he did with no one watching but the good Lord? Thousands. No doubt. To prepare him for that moment.
3: Think about the golf swing. You know, think about what those guys do, how many golf balls they hit every day. Uh, The professional baseball players, think about how – what they do in the cages on a day in and day out basis. Um, I mean, it's, it's like walking Mm -hmm. to them, you know, swinging a golf club to Jordan Spieth is like walking to me, you know? And, uh, you're right. I mean it just goes back to the basics in every aspect of our life and what are we doing when the curtain is closed? You know, what are we doing whenever, um, the Lord's the only one that knows. And uh, I believe that we can relate it to most things in life. I feel like we relate most things to sports and business, like you said a minute ago. But just those those basics, uh, seeking the Lord and, and knowing that in seeking Him, you're going to get opportunities. You're going to build momentum for the kingdom. And uh, it's pretty awesome. Amen.
0: Have you ever seen... Freddy Freeman take batting practice. Plays for the Atlanta Braves, left-handed hitter. Smooth stroke. This guy, I watched a just a 5-minute 10-minute clip on him taking batting practice and him going through just the the basics.
1: He's the most recent uh did he win MVP?
0: I don't know, he's won some awards okay. lately. I hadn't really
1: 20, I think he won MVP,
0: I'm not sure. But this guy if you watched him swing without hitting a baseball, you might think that he's kind of lacks a daisical. I, I don't even know how to put it, and that's an insult to Freddie Freeman. But he's just so smooth. He's so smooth in his, in his swing and his approach to the ball. And when he makes contact with the ball, it flies off his bat. And it's, it's only because, just like you're talking about Jordan Spieth, the preparation and the dedication to his sport that he's been so successful we can take that, like we can see these examples in professional athletes, we can take that and apply it to our own life in our walk with the Lord. Good stuff. Uncomfortable well, pause there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
2: Obi and I, we, um, this is kind of off the subject, but it's interesting. Uh, we work with a guy uh, named Micah Hoffpower, and uh, he is a uh, MLB player, or he was an MLB mm-hmm. player. Um, he now works uh, with us at Texas Farm Bureau. And uh, anyway, um, there were, I, f- I forget who it was, but uh, somebody uh, was asking, what have you done? Uh, they were talking to other Texas Farm Bureau agents. What have you done that nobody else has done? And um, I believe his was uh, hit a... I don't know it hit a
3: home run off of Pedro Martinez. Yeah, that's wow. what it, that's what it
2: was, and you know that's but pretty cool. He he took the cake, you yeah. know. And, winner winner. Uh, anyway, it's super interesting. Um, and uh, he's a really cool dude, man. How
1: crazy! This is no joke. Micah Hoffer's name came out of my mouth within the last week. I played against him in college and know of him a little bit. And we were talking about him, and we hadn't talked about that until we just sat down to do. He's the a neat guy. There. He was in Hawesville yesterday.
2: That's awesome. Yeah,
0: we're giving yeah. our location away. Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, uh, we're wrapping up here. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, final words, anyone? Good
3: stuff. Just take this some momentum. Uh, you know, build off of our momentum. You know, take the momentum and, and, and build off of it. That's, you got to start somewhere. You got to start with the basics. And so open your Bible today. Um, you know, listen to... If this isn't the podcast that, that maybe, you know, creates some excitement and maybe gets your feet moving a little bit, gets your brain turning a little bit, find one that does yep. and uh, creates some momentum in your life. And it, it's that's where the amazing things happen is, is when you're on those waves.
2: Yep. <clears throat> and then when you're riding that wave, uh, just be sure you're giving God all the glory for those wins.
0: Amen. Absolutely. So the Bible verse, or the Bible chapter for today is 1 Samuel 17. If you have a minute, read that story of David. There's a lot. I've heard this preached a lot. There's a lot of lessons to be learned on the, uh, the story of David and Goliath and the story of David's life in general. So read over that and uh, let God fill you with what he wants to fill you with through that story. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being here and, and uh, giving us your ears for the day. If... uh you would do us a huge favor and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. That'll help us out tremendously. And again, thanks for being here. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one. See you.